Welcome. We're so glad you are live streaming today. And our live streaming broadcast is available to you every Sunday morning at 9.30. We have many ways to stay connected during this time of physical distance. Our Unity First Aid Kit has a variety of new and time-tested ways you can reach out for prayerful support and community connection. We have many opportunities available to you in your home via our Zoom program. And they are, some of them are book discussion groups. They're available for Breathing Underwater by Richard Rohr. How to Let God Help You by Myrtle Fillmore, and A New Earth by, by Eckhart Tolle. Our gospel series continues this Tuesday with Mary of Magdala, Apostle to the Apostles. Pre-registration is required for this one. And then on Friday evening is MBT Community. Just a really lot of wonderful programs. So learn more at our website, Peak at the Week e-newsletter, and our Facebook page, or contact the church through email or voicemail. We are excited to introduce virtual coffee hour today after the service. Whew. You're invited to join us at 1045 this morning on Zoom. So bring your own beverage and watch for our login details at the end of today's live stream. And then this coming week, we will begin collecting masks for personal use to be distributed to folks in our community who need them. If you have masks you wish to donate, 
Reverend Tony will be at Unity from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to receive them. If you have any questions, please contact Reverend Tony through the church office. So we now turn to Jim Ernston for our opening prayer. Great. Thank you, Reverend Jeanette. Let us move into prayer. Let us take this time to focus within, close our eyes if that feels natural, and just breathe. For we know that we are one. We are one with the divine, one with that divine spirit that has created us. And we affirm that we are centered in love through that creative power, that love that permeates and moves through us. This is our true nature, that nature of love. And we are so grateful, grateful for the chance to come together, even if it is through simply this technology. For we are grateful for this ability to reach out through the technology and come together as a community through Facebook, through our website, through all the different mechanisms that make it possible. And in the power and through the nature of Christ, together we say, amen. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. 
you are invited to mentally add your prayers to the prayer box or submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today is understanding. And we affirm, I open myself to spiritual understanding. When I feel frustrated by a personal or professional challenge, or feel unsafe or concerned about a situation or event, I seek greater understanding. When I try to understand, I open my heart. Maybe I just need more information or request the advice of someone I trust. If I am in conflict with one, someone, I practice understanding by listening with a curious mind and a loving heart. I grow in spiritual understanding when I discern and heed my inner guidance. Beyond conscious thought, spiritual truth begins to illuminate my consciousness. As I release all that stands in the way of understanding and stand firm in the love that calls it forth, I am guided by that wonderful, growing, spiritual understanding. And scripture tells us, your decrees are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live. From Psalms chapter 119, verse 144. And the word for today is understanding. Love is but a song we sing, fears the way we Try to 
As we relax in our chairs, we rest and realize we are all part of the one presence and one power. God the good, the omnipotent. We are all part of the one love and one heart that lives within every one of us. We present many faces, many complexions, and many reflections. And yet, we share one life. That is our truth. Supporting this life, we turn to spirit. It is here we commune with God. It is here spirit sees us, past our human differences, past our failings, and even our successes. Knowing that divine presence is only interested in what is in our heart reminds us that we are part of the divine creation. As we connect with this inner wisdom, we are also connecting with the heart of humanity. We are born into being and growing with community. When we feel bereft or disconnected from the familiar, from ourselves, we need only return to our heart space. And now, let us rest here with our heart connection, just for a little while. Let us rest in the silence. And now, as we emerge from this time of quiet, let this peace of spirit guide you to the path of love and connection, knowing the divine presence will lead us with strength, clarity, and wisdom whenever we need it. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen.
eye for my time sparkle and shine oh sun come through me with you oh sun come through That is amazing. That is amazing. Thank you so much. And isn't it amazing how a song can take you back to a place and time that you were before? Let's get together. The Young Bloods. Yes. Tell me, Laurie, what, what year was that? I forget. 69, 70? What was it? 63? 63? I think wow. so. Wow. Okay. Yes. So, I should know that off the top of my head. I apologize. That's all I right. I was wearing moccasins I bought in North Dakota. I remember that. <laughs> and I was a kid back in California pretending to be a hippie. Um, so, yeah. Uh, come on, people now. Shine on. 1963. Smile on your brother. I mean, it was the words. It was the music. It was the mm -hmm. cool factor. To me, it was the perfect song at that time. So, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks. And still. still. There we go. And still. Thank you so much. Today we're going to talk about love, heart, and what that means in our lives. As we affirm that I hold my heart open to all people. I hold my heart open to all people. We're going to talk about three different things today. We're going to talk about that connection that we have that connection that tells us that we are one. We're also going to talk about that illusion that we can sometimes fall into of separation. And then three, we're going to talk about how moving past that illusion of separation and into that awareness of oneness can bring us happiness by embracing our community and finding that love and finding that heart. So a quick story before we dive into this talk today. Before I had my mask, this, so this was um, 
a week or so ago, before I had my official reusable mask, I went shopping at Target. And specifically, so I've got my cart, I'm going down the aisles, and specifically I'm looking for something that I can use because I don't have a mask. And half the people in the store, they do. And I'm just looking for anything. I'm looking for a bandana. I'm going up and down the aisles a little bit stressed out because I don't have my personal protection yet, right? So I'm looking for a bandana. I'm looking for maybe even I, I cut a, a tube sock open. I, I just don't know yet. But I'm in the men's department going up and down the aisles. And I notice that as I've got my cart going up and down the aisles through the men's department that it's kind of a maze. It looks like, like a maze to me of people starting down the aisle, pausing, and then maybe finishing up that. And if I'm halfway down the aisle and I see someone start down, they've got their mask on, I don't have my mask on, they pause, they back up with their cart, and they wait for me until I can finish that. Now, in my warped mind, in my warped mind, this is like a giant video game. And in my youth, I played Pac-Man. So here I am, a Pac-Man in Target, and, and you know, it's waka, 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 and, and I'm trying to get to the other end of the aisle. Now, ultimately, I did get a, a, a nice mask, and I don't know where it is right now, but um, I, I do want to shout out to Maggie. Maggie, thank you for that mask. It allows me to wear it, um, to wash it, and everything's good. I've got gloves, I've got a mask, and everything's good. But what I did realize in walking down that aisle and seeing those people, even though they had that mask on, I would look into their eyes, and I could still recognize the love that they had for me. I could see their open heart for me. There was a connection and a bond. We were in this together. This was a community thing. And they reached out to me, even if it was just through their eyes. And I appreciated that. I appreciated that so much. And it helped me feel part of the greater community. So again, I hold my heart open to all people. So let's talk about that one, that first item. Let's talk about we are connected. This is the truth of our lives, that we are connected to divine spirit. Through that creative process, we were created in God's image. And as Unity Truth students, we know that, that God is that one presence that is all good. And that we were created in that image as well. So we inherit that goodness as well. And we are one together. We come together as a fullness of community in that oneness with the divine. And as Charles Fillmore would say, we are one with the divine mind. And we join with that divine mind in that creative process, our life here and now. We are connected, and we are connected both as a community, not only in the way, in our thinking, but as our feeling as well. The thinking and the feeling. There are different metaphors that we can use in this idea that we are one. Charles Fillmore talked about, and this is a classic, he talked about the raisin in the bun. We are the raisin, and it's not like we are the raisin within that creation to where we're separate from all other of creation, but rather we use different metaphors. And maybe we are a drop of water within Lake Minnetonka so that we're indistinguishable, but we're part of that lake. We're part of that overall creation. 
Maybe we're a wave in the ocean. And personally, I like this, a wave in the ocean. Again, we're part of that greater body of water. But for me, that wave signifies energy. It signifies motion. It signifies creative power. So I am these things, this creative power within an overall, a global creation itself. So that's the metaphor that I love the best. But what are the effects of us feeling connected? How do you feel when you're connected? And how do I feel when I'm connected? I'd like you to think about the last time. So pause for a second and think about the last time that you really felt connected to the rest of creation or maybe just connected to a friend or a loved one. It could be something as simple as a lunch that you had with a friend and that meant a a whole lot to you and, and you had a certain feeling It could be the last time that you held hands with your significant others and maybe walked and you felt that connection. Give it words. What what were you feeling? In fact, if you have a, a pen or a pencil, write, jot these words down. I would actually like you to not only jot these down, send them to me in an email. And what we can do as a group, so this is a a group project, send me those words of how you felt when you felt connected. And we'll do something with these. And, And maybe I'll send out something in the peak on Thursday. So we'll see what we as a community feel in terms of words as connected. Jot those words down. So when I feel connected, I feel loved for one thing. I feel loved. I feel calm. I feel confident. Don't you? You, Grateful. Reverend Jeanette says we feel grateful. And by the way, Reverend Jeanette, Jim Ernston, We comprised the J team this morning, so here we are. But you, I would suggest that you also probably feel abundant, creative, vital, energetic, and maybe even strong. Strong with a softness about that. So nothing harsh about that strength, but you do feel strong when you are part of that connection. And more than anything for me, when I feel connected, I know that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Whatever comes next, if I'm connected to my community, to my family, to the divine, I know that everything's going to be okay. Within the scriptures, actually after the Last Supper, in the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John writes that Jesus predicted his death and he predicted his resurrection, but that at that same time, he gives a prayer. And this prayer parallels the Lord's Prayer in some of the other Gospels. So it's a little bit different. And I'd like you to hear one of the things that really stood out to me in terms of our oneness, our connection. So these are the words of Jesus. And this is in John 17. My prayer is not for my disciples alone. I pray for those who believe in my message that they are one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us. I have given them the knowledge that you gave me, 
that we are one. Gospel of John, that we are one. I know that I'm a visual person, so I, I try to decide, well, how, how do I visually see this? And it, it came to me in, in, a, in a, a Venn diagram. So those Venn diagrams are what are the overlapping circles that make up our connection with Jesus, with God, with our community. And all I could come up with was concentric circles or, or circles that overlap perfectly. So there's creation. There's my community. There's me. And they all overlap perfectly. We are all one. There is no distance in any of the pieces. Because of this connection, again, back to our affirmation, I hold my heart open to all people. So number two, that illusion of separation. So we do have to admit we are human and we do feel that separation from time to time. That's normal. How did we get to that point where we thought, or sometimes we think, that that separation is our reality? Because sometimes we do kind of get stuck in that idea that we are separate beings with separate bodies on separate journeys trying to get back somewhere when in reality we are whole. Well, in my childhood, I was taught the principle of original sin, that I was born in original sin, and, and we can have, there's another talk of where that leads us in terms of theology. But know that that's a unique concept within Christianity, that idea that we were born flawed. Within the unity movement, we know that instead we are born Perfect. We are born good. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we miss the mark on that idea. But the truth of our being is that we are one with God, one with each other, and that is perfect. That is perfect. So doing the same exercise on the other side of the coin how do you feel, how do you personally feel when you feel separated, when you feel alone? So again, if you've got a pen, pencil, if you've got your piece of paper, write down a few words. And again, send those to me in an email, jim at unityminneapolis.org, jim at unityminneapolis.org. So you're feeling lonely, you're feeling separated. What is the list of words that comes from the heart at that point? I feel lonely. I feel lost. Sometimes there's fear involved with that. How am I going to get through this next thing? I feel fear. I feel lost. I get defensive. I feel unloved, and I feel lack within my life. I feel like there's something lacking in my life when I am separated. And during those times, I worry about, or yeah, I guess I, that is the right word. I worry about when the next shoe is going to drop. In other words, when is that next thing that's going to happen that's really going to throw me for a loop? When's that next event that's really going to smack me upside the head? Those are the things I worry about when I live in separation. And it doesn't feel good. It's not where I want to be. This is not the truth of our lives. We are not separated. We are one. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we don't realize the truth of who we really are. Eckhart Tolle tells us that the primary cause of our unhappiness 
is never the situation itself, but our thoughts about the situation. The situation is always neutral. So now, if I was another person, I might use this opportunity to plug that Thursday night class for Eckhart Tolle, you know, Eckhart Tolle, 7 p.m. Thursday night. But I'm not going to do that because, you know, I'm not going to plug that class. But the primary cause of our unhappiness is never the situation itself. When you're feeling lack, loneliness, fear, that's not the proof that the event is true itself. That's the thought process that those are the feelings that you've laid upon that. So if it's a feeling of separation because of an event, it is never the event itself. It's what you've learned to layer on top of that event itself. That event is neutral. What we can do is that process of introspection when something like that happens, where we look within. Why is it that I'm feeling lonely lost, whatever. And go through that process knowing that I am still one, still one with divinity, still one in my life. We can learn to watch our thoughts. We can distance ourselves slightly from what's going on from that event. We take a step back, step away from that event and look at what were the thoughts that came up. Why did I go there? Notice the self-talk that we use inside our heads. That's how we move beyond that idea of separation. I suggest that those times of separation, we also heal ourselves. That is a process of healing from that separation. And that is as a community and individually ourselves. As a community, we do need to be aware that we're not there yet. And yet, we work on it as an individual. As an individual that's working on healing that separation, we move through introspection as well as forgiveness as well. And we realize that I open my heart to all people. So our last point, number three, what are the results of truly connecting to our beloved community? What are those results? Well, we know that all of divine life is fully present to us at all times. We choose when to feel separated. We believe, we can believe that all things are possible when we know that connection with God and ourselves as well. So that connection of, with God as well as our community, our family, our community, and we go out from there. How do we become centered in that love that strengthens us as a community? How do we as a community come together centered well, we accept the diversity of our community for one thing. We can accept that diversity. We can celebrate that diversity that is us, that is this church body, that is this city. We can celebrate that. We can encourage inclusivity. So not only do we have diversity, but we can encourage inclusivity. And what is the difference between diversity and inclusivity? I think of diversity and inclusivity as if we were planning a dance. Let's say we were planning a dance with music and food. The diversity is we invite everybody. We invite everybody to that dance and we enjoy their company. The inclusivity 
is that we encourage them to help choose the music, to help choose the dishes, the food that we're going to eat. That's the inclusivity. Can we move from simple diversity into a broader inclusivity and celebrate that? That's what we can do as a community. So within Unity, we pride ourselves on practical Christianity, practical things that we can do in our day-to-day lives. What is it that I can take from Sunday and move into the rest of, of the week? So I came up with these four things. We can become mindful of our connection with life by being quiet and going within. Do you have a meditative process? Do you have a, a practice hopefully on a daily basis, that allows you to pause, to be quiet, to feel and know that connection with God. In the silence, that's where it happens. In the Old Testament, be still and know that I am God. It happens in the stillness. Number two, we can pray. And within unity, we talk about that prayer practice. Uh, A facet of it is our denials and affirmations. A denial could be simply, the illusion of separation holds no power over me. And maybe you say that once, and then you move into affirmations throughout the rest of the day, which could be, I hold my heart open to all people, and you've heard that three or four times already. I hold my heart open. could simply be that. That's your affirmation. Number three, we can serve others. We can give to others. We can do something for somebody else. I was in the drive-thru at Starbucks the other day. Somebody in front of me bought my coffee. That simply made my day. That was so awesome. Do something for somebody else. It will make both of you feel good. Serve. And then the last thing I jotted down was reach out to somebody else, especially during this time of social distancing or physical distancing. Reach out to somebody else. And it doesn't have to be complicated. You've got a phone. You've got a contact list. Go through your contact list. Who haven't I talked to in a few days? If you feel comfortable, call them. You've got a third cousin that you haven't heard from from a year for a year. Give them a call. Or if you don't feel comfortable with that, text them. How you doing? Use your contact list. Reach out. Create your own community if that's what you need. Another personal story. One more personal story. Lisa and I have moved into a a new apartment, and we love this new apartment. It has a great view out the back balcony. It's got trees. Uh, The Plymouth Creek is right there. There's walking trails. We've just fallen in love with this view out the back of our, our apartment. But we had... We had expected to be able to fill that apartment with things from the Salvation Army, Goodwill, you know, temporary kind of stuff, uh, consignment shops. Well, of course, all of these are closed at, at the moment. So here we are sitting with this beautiful view on the floor, eating dinner on cardboard boxes, right? This is where we're at until we've discovered Amazon will deliver almost anything. So we've been doing a lot of online shopping. But all the other physical stores are closed. One of our friends that we've made, or a, a few of our friends that we've made here at, uh, in church and uh, within Minneapolis, reached out to us, like I mentioned, and simply asked, how are things going? They knew we moved into a new apartment. How's your new apartment? How are you doing? And we said, well, you know, we're a little bit light on pots and pans and things. And immediately, they offered whatever we needed. It was amazing. So we have pots, we have pans, we've got a couple new chairs to sit on. And that touched me so deeply 
to be part of a community that was able to open their hearts so generously, so immediately, with hardly a second thought. It's proof to me that we are all one because of the feeling that that brought up within me. And I know that that made them feel good and loved and cherished as well, that they are part of a community, that we were created together, that we are divine life. I hold my heart open to all people. I hold my heart open to all people. So I will just simply close with, if you see me walking down the aisles of Target, now with my mask on, simply give me a wink, and I'll know that you're part of my community. Thank you. Thank you. And then, of course, George Harrison. Can I have George Harrison for 500, please? <laughs> um, wow. Nice. Nice. At this time, we'd like to invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. 
And we have different ways for you to show your support for this ministry. On the website, we, you, can click, uh, you can click on that donate button. So within the website, click on the donate button. If you have your cell phone, you can text the phrase, give to unity. Give the number two, unity, to 77977. Give to unity at 77977. However you decide to give, know that we truly appreciate you. So I invite you to join me in affirming our offertory blessing together. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And then silently to yourself. Amen. We bless these gifts that have been given as they move through us, through this community, blessing, doing the good that we know is there, fulfilling our mission and vision. Amen. We know that we also have a dedicated team of prayer chaplains that are holding sacred space at this very moment. So even though they are physically distant, they are holding that sacred space for us as a community. We want to thank them so much for that service. And if you have a prayer request, we invite you to go onto the website, unityminneapolis.org. On that website is a form that you can fill out for a prayer request. That prayer request goes to our prayer team, and we will pray over that request for seven days and then forward it to Silent Unity at the village as well. So those are two different ways that we embrace prayer within this ministry. Other opportunities to connect with us, we have our daily word inspiration line. So you can call that on your phone, 763-522-4441. Or... Join us Monday through Thursday at 12 noon on Zoom, and that Zoom link is on the website or it's in the peak of the week for our live meditation service. So Monday through Thursday on Zoom is our live meditative service, meditation service. You can also pray with somebody from Silent Unity. So this is a call to the village itself by calling 1-800-NOW-PRAY. 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Or you can call us here at the church, leave a message at the church, and I promise somebody will get back to you. So if you're in need of connection, call us, leave a message. One of us will call. One of the J team will call. This is a time we'd like to also acknowledge the kids the kids of Unity Minneapolis. Hey, kids, we miss you. We love you. We look forward to seeing your beautiful faces again as you run down the aisle here. And families know that 
or we affirm with you. We know that you're hanging in there and blessings go out to each and every one of our families. Know that this community is here to support you. So check out our Unity First Aid Kit on that website for resources. Or you can also reach out to Cassidy herself, our Youth and Family Ministry Director. Thank you very much. Now it's time for our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is well.
day that lies ahead of me, when the day lies ahead of me, just seems impossible to face. When someone else instead of me always seems to know the way, oh, then I look at you. That's right. And the words are all right. Just wanna look at you, at you. 